We are Two Book Ramblers, a podcast to get you to read beyond the lines. Like Elvis said, the sun's down and the moon's pretty. It's time to ramble about books. Today in Two Book Ramblers, Worst in Show, books with bad reviews. List commending books abound. Annually, we get a rank of the best books of the year, and it seems everyone has one of these. Also, there are countless lists for the 1,000 novels to be read, and the list of literary prizes and awards gets longer as you listen to us. And because tastes are so diverse, even books in those ultimate 1,000 long lists do not always enjoy good reviews. In fact, Bill Henderson has compiled Rotten Reviews Redux, a book containing very unfavorable reviews given to titles you might not expect to be so harshly criticized. In a very ironic turn of events, Bill Henderson's book has itself received unfavorable criticism, and you can read all of them in Goodreads. For today's episode, we want to share a list of books which have received very unfavorable reviews, and some titles might surprise you. Let's start with Valley of the Dolls by Jacqueline Susan. Time in the issue from April 1966 described it as a dirty book of the month, and it says, and I quote, it might more accurately be described as a highly effective sedative, a living doll. And the Irish Times, in February of 1988, said that the book was one of the worst ever written, the first book written for people who didn't read books. Valley of the Dolls tells the story of three friends who become successful actresses, and they discover their dose of pleasure in capsules and tablets. But despite the many negative reviews, the book is liked by many, and it was adapted to a movie in 1967. Since books are often judged by their covers, despite the well-known saying telling us not to do so, we decided to start with the book we have chosen for our cover gallery this week. The cover is mostly pastel pink, which at first sight evokes innocence. However, look closer and you will see the outline of capsules around the faces of three pretty young women, shattering all first impressions. You can see this cover from the 1997 paperback edition of this book by Grove Press in our page. Another book with not-so-great reviews is The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. And the review from the New York Herald Tribune from 1925 reads as follows. What has never been alive can never well go on living. So this is a book of the season only. The Great Gatsby definitely outlasted only one season of popularity. It has recently enjoyed a resurgence after the 2013 movie adaptation starring Leonardo DiCaprio. This classic of American literature set in Long Island during the Roaring Twenties tells the story of a wealthy Gatsby in love with debutant Daisy Buchanan. Art Deco was popular during the time of the event in The Great Gatsby. If you would like to decorate a room or several, Recreating the ambience of the book, you can use one of two options for wallpapers created by Fabricum. One is in white and gold and another in black and metallic tones. If redecorating is too big of a project, but you still want to add some Gatsby flair to a room, maybe you can consider some wall art. We found two options that would look great. You can find links for them on our page. The book has also inspired many theme parties, and if you would like to have one of your own, maybe you would like to serve lemon cakes using the recipe from the Little Library Cafe, 
The recipe is inspired by the 12 lemon cakes Nick serves in chapter 5 for a tea where Gatsby and Daisy will meet. The North British Review in 1847 said of Wuthering Heights, Here, all the faults of Jane Eyre are magnified a thousandfold, and the only consolation that we have on reflecting upon it is that it will never be generally read. Well, the predictions by the North British Review were definitely wrong. Wuthering Heights, with all its symbolism, have become a classic of English literature, and many have read the turbulent love story between Heathcliff and Catherine. If Wuthering Heights is one of those books you hold dear, maybe you would like to wear a miniature pendant with a quote from it, made by Vintage Charm Books. You can find links to the shop in our page. Or maybe you would rather spend the nighting watching the 1992 movie adaptation starring Ralph Fiennes and Juliette Binoche, or the 1939 movie with Laurence Olivier and Marley Oberson. Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. Psychology Today in 2015 reviewed it as worse than just a bad book. Twilight has been ranked first in many lists. Unfortunately, this list ranked the worst books of all time. But the vampire human werewolf teenage love triangle has been a hit with many readers. The series is set in northern Washington state, and Novel Adventures, a company specialized in literature destinations, has created a tour for Twilight fans with visits to the town of Forks, where Bella lived, Hull Rainforest, worth visiting even if you're not a fan of Twilight, and other surprise stops. Another book I have personally liked, but it has anyway received bad reviews, is Of Human Bondage by W. Somerset Maugham. The Independent in 1935 said that its ethics are frankly pagan. But if you are in the mood for a good cry, pick this title. Philip, the protagonist, is an orphan with a deformity, and as he seeks worldly adventure, he gets entangled in a very masochistic romantic relationship. Despite the bad critic mention above, the book is beloved and admired by many, me included, and the characters are truly dimensional. Theodore Dreiser has received not so good acclaim in his book An American Tragedy. Actually, someone said once that this was the worst written great novel. But the criticism mostly refers to the writing technique itself rather than the story. Therefore, if you can get past grammatical errors, you will be probably pleased with the book. But if you cannot read a book unless it is written at a high standard, we can review it for you in our section 6 Word Review. Here it goes. Ordinary dreams turn into extraordinary nightmares. Remember to tell us your own 6 Word Review by visiting our page. Welcome to our section Book versus Book. The two books we have chosen for this week have two things in common. First, their author's craft was the direct target for the bad reviews they received. And second, both were written around the same time. My pick is Madame Bovary by Gustave Flaubert. Le Figaro said in 1857 that Flaubert was not a writer. Many women of the time felt themselves reflected in Emma Bovary a woman who seeks to escape her provincial life by overspending and having romantic affairs. 
Emma attempts to fill her reality with the passion and eventful drama of the novels she reads. But reality is not scripted and the consequences must be faced. If you would vote for Madame Bovary, maybe you would like a drink featured in Tim Federley's Are You There God? It's Me Margarita. The drink mixes stout beer, pasties, angostura beaters, a lemon twist, and cold brew coffee. And my pick is Leaves of Grass by Walt Whitman. The London critic in 1855 said that Whitman is as unacquainted with art as a hog is with mathematics. Regardless of this criticism, Leaves of Grass, the poem celebrating humanity and nature, has withstood the test of time. If you would rather vote for Whitman and his famous poetry, maybe you would like to visit Walt Whitman House in Camden, New Jersey. This is the only house ever owned by him, and to buy it, he used the Proceedings of Leaves of Grass, which he self-published. The house is now a museum containing his deathbed and his death notice, which was nailed to the front door at one point. And if you're in the area, Whitman is buried nearby, in Harley Cemetery, in a mausoleum he designed himself. You can cast your vote between Madame Bovary or Leaves of Grass by visiting our page or on our Instagram stories at TwoBookGrounders. We're going to make a very brief pause and we'll be back for guesswork. Welcome back. The answer to last episode's guesswork was Emma by Jen Austen. For this week, we have chosen a wildly popular book that has received several bad reviews. Salman Rushdie said that the novel was so bad that it gave bad novels a bad name. And Judy Pico said that she did not understand the excitement of her such a poorly written novel. However, this book has been a worldwide success. Would you venture a guess? Here's the first line. Renowned curator Jack Saunier staggered through the vaulted archway of the museum's Grand Gallery. And here's an excerpt from page 69. That message wasn't for the police. He wrote it for me. I think he was forced to do everything in such a hurry that he just didn't realize how it would look to the police. She paused. The number code is meaningless. Sonia wrote it to make sure the investigation included cryptographers, ensuring that I would know as soon as possible what had happened to him. I think you got it, and you can let us know by visiting our page, twobookramblers.com. Okay. As we approach the end, I want to tell you about one book that is being released this week that I would like to recommend. It is La Ciudad de Vapor by Carlos Ruiz Zafón, the author of the Cemetery of Forgotten Book series. Safon passed away this past June, but he left his readers with a parting gift. La Ciudad de Vapor is a compilation of all of Safon's cuentos, or short stories, in Spanish. Some of the stories include some famous characters like Gaudí and Cervantes, and other non-famous ones that will steal your heart nonetheless. The book will be released first in Spanish, but be attentive for the English version if you love Safon. You will not like to miss it. If you know of any other titles receiving bad reviews, let us know in the comments at twobookramblers.com. And if you would like to purchase any of the books covered in our show today, you can visit our TBR Bundles page for a list of titles. If you like our show, subscribe to our newsletter at twobookramblers.com and rate us and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, do as Shakespeare said, and love all, trust a few, do wrong to none.